This is episode 12. Welcome to Sycamore Drive. Please be advised, this episode contains themes of death and the loss of a parent. The time, June 1995. The place, a quiet street in the suburbs with towering homes a century old. The town of Glen Creek is set to add two more residents to Sycamore Drive, Leonard Young and his 12-year-old daughter, Tracy. Neither one ever thought they'd move so far outside of the city, and completely unbeknownst to them, their new home sits comfortably within the limits of Dark Valley. It's small. It's a perfect size for us. I guess. You know what I mean. It's way bigger than our apartment. And we've got a yard now. That's exciting, right? How did you even find this house? It's a bit outside my normal areas, but an experienced real estate agent has his ways. It was on the market for a while, and the asking price kept dropping. I really hope the experienced real estate agent thought about why the price kept dropping. Of course. Is that how little you think of your old man? Don't answer that. So what's the catch? Best I can tell, the house was built here against town ordinance in 1977. Is that why this little house looks so out of place on this street? Yeah. We're in the historic part of Glen Creek, so some of these homes were built by pretty wealthy folks in the 80s. The 1880s. How can you be so upbeat about this, Dad? The only reason we're here is because Mom isn't. I know, Tracy. But I thought we could benefit from a downsize. But you said it was bigger than our apartment. I know I did. Fine. It's not like I have much of a choice anyway. Why don't you start unpacking your duffel bag? I'm going to see when the movers are getting here. I thought they would have gotten here by now. Yeah, me too. I'm sure I'll have no trouble making friends here. New kid living on the creepiest street in town. What could go wrong? Everything okay in here? Jesus, Dad! Ever hear of knocking? Sorry, I just wanted to check on you. Let me give you the lowdown. I'm sleeping in clothes I wore all day on the floor with a thin blanket and two bunched up hoodies attempting to be a pillow since the movers won't be here until tomorrow. Oh, and I had to leave the only home I remember this morning. Other than that, everything is totally fine. I know this isn't how we drew it up, but it is going to get better. It'll take some getting used to. Whatever. Good night, Tracy. Love you. Love you too. Night. Like, what does he want me to say? How does he think I'm doing on a hardwood floor? This sucks. I never had trouble falling asleep with all the city noises, but this is ridiculous. 
What is that? I'm really losing it. I didn't see a single person come or go from this stupid street all day. I'm hearing things. There's nobody here. It's the same as it ever was. A dark, empty road with dark, empty houses. It's got to be the stress or exhaustion or gas. I don't know, but it's not people. I'm going back to bed. Dad, wake up! What's wrong? Do you hear anything outside? I hear the wind in the trees. The roof creaks sometimes. We'll get it fixed. Do you hear anything else? No. Am I supposed to? Dad, can I sleep in your room tonight? Of course, Tracy. Let me give you a hand with that. You guys, yeah, the couch goes in the room in the back. Dad, do you need my help? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, careful with that. I think I just make things worse the way this is going. Maybe I'll walk into town. Oh, sure, now some nosy neighbor kid finally comes out to watch the spectacle. And she's waving at me. Looks like a lot of work. I've never seen so many men working so chaotically. Yeah, well, now you have. You must be my new neighbors. It's a pleasure to meet you. Where do you come from? You talk kind of funny. Does everybody around here talk like that? Is this some kind of country thing that I have to get used to? You must be from the city then. What brings you out here? You ask too many questions. I'm sorry. I thought it would be nice to get to know you, seeing as how we're neighbors. If you must know, my mom died and my dad is having some kind of nervous breakdown or something, so he packed us up and bought this forbidden house or whatever. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thanks. Who the hell are you anyway? My name is Anne. Tracy. How long have you been living here, Anne? My whole life. Do you know somewhere I can get something to eat? I gotta get out of here for a while and pretend to be normal. Sure. I'm happy to walk with you into town and show you where things are. Oh, thanks, Anne. Are you alright? Yeah. I slept on the floor last night, or tried to sleep anyway. Oh, that sounds dreadful. I was so tired, I thought I was hearing voices. Oh, I see. I don't like the way you said that. Oh, uh, I see? You've heard voices too, haven't you? I, I knew it. I knew I heard something weird last night. There are people in these houses and you bunch of sickos were trying to spy on me and my dad last night. I wasn't spying on you, but I bet I know who was. Is that supposed to make me feel better? Tracy, you've moved onto a haunted street. There are ghosts in these old houses. What? It's ghosts. Man, I thought you were being serious. Ghosts? You must think I'm pretty stupid. 
no, not at all. You never heard anything. I did. I, I mean, I do. Never mind, Annie. I'll go into town myself and figure it out. Would you prefer that it's your neighbor spying on you in the middle of the night? If what you say about ghosts is true, then I guess my neighbors are spying on me from beyond the grave. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Bye, Tracy. I thought it would be easier to fall asleep when I was in an actual bed. What do you assholes want anyway? I'm trying to sleep. There's a light on across the street. It's Anne. Hey! Hey, Anne! What? I feel like an idiot moving my arms like this. Finally, I've got her attention. Hope she can read lips. Do you hear voices? She's shaking her head yes. Okay. Where are they coming from? It looks like she's pointing at the huge house on the corner. Fine. These ghosts want to invade my privacy? Then I hope they're prepared for me to invade theirs. Thanks, Anne. Good night. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You're up early. I guess you have to have been asleep to wake up. I'm sorry, Tracy. I know it's tough to get used to a new room and new surroundings. You don't know, Dad. This is a big change for me, too. But it will get better, I promise. Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? It was your choice to uproot my whole life. Do we have any food in this house? I'm going to assume that it's your lack of sleep talking because I know you wouldn't speak to your father like that. You don't care at all about what I'm going through. Do you think you're the only one suffering here, Tracy? I get it. You're upset. I'm upset too. I'm trying to do what's best for us. Being your father was hard enough and now I have to do it alone. I care deeply about you and how mom's passing is affecting you. And frankly, I could use a little bit of grace here because she was my wife and my best friend. And I couldn't stay in that apartment and use all the same things. Keep sleeping in our bed. I couldn't help but envision her coming through the doorway after work every day, even months later. And so I moved us out here so that I could at least hope to be a present parent for you. You moved out here for yourself. You just told me so. You moved out here so you can forget about mom and raise me or something. What am I supposed to do with that information? How can you try and make me feel guilty about mom's death when you would have left the city whether I was around or not? I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. Whatever, dad. Where are you going? I heard voices outside the house again last night and I'm gonna figure out who they belong to. There's nobody outside our house, Tracy. I would have seen them. Tracy, get back here. Have a good day at work. Try not to think about how hard parenting is. Bye. Tracy! Shit. I 
My dad said our house is illegal. Illegal? Yeah, like it wasn't supposed to be built on this street because everything is so historic. How old is your house? Oh, I don't know. Old. How long have you heard the voices? Practically my whole life. I hear them at night when I play outside with the other neighborhood children. Way before you moved in. Wait a minute. You don't hear them right outside your window? No, not on the second floor. <laughs> Let me make sure I got this all straight in my head. My bedroom is on the first floor of my house, and I hear voices at night. Your bedroom is on the second floor of your house, and you don't hear voices. If there really are ghosts, they're pretty bad at it. Wouldn't they float up and, like, haunt you? I'm not sure. Maybe they can't float? Or maybe you aren't a target. How so? I'm new here, and I'm in the new house. And was my house built on a cemetery? What are you talking about? Like in Poltergeist? You know the movie? I'm trying to make a joke here, Annie. And you're making me feel stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that's very funny. You're a weird kid. You know that. Okay. But no, the cemetery's on the other side of town. Your lot was just trees before the house was built. Uh, that's what my mom told me. Last night you pointed to a house down the street and said the voices were coming from over there. Yeah, well, no. I think the voices do come close to your house, but the ghosts are from the houses down the street. Cool. So I've got an idea. Why don't you and I go to their house tonight and see how they like it? That's a bad idea. It'll be fine. Honestly, I'm not expecting to find anything, except maybe some creepy people who don't like me or my hip, modern, 20-year-old house. And I'll tell them that they can get bent and stop bothering me all night. Tracy, please don't do that. You want me to take this lying down? No. <laughs> no. That's not how Tracy Young does it. Fine. I won't let you do it alone. <laughs> Meet me outside at 11. My dad should be asleep by then. Okay, Tracy. Hey, are you ready? Are you sure about this? They leave me no choice. Which house should we try? If it is ghosts, then probably doesn't matter which one we pick. But if it's people, I want to choose the house where the news of my visit is going to travel the fastest. Okay. How about the four-story one? You're quiet. You're really freaking out, aren't you? I've seen what they can do. Come on. We'll be fine. Hey! It's your neighbor Tracy. I want to talk to y'all. There's no one here. Must be electronic or something. I don't think so. This dust is nasty. What a weird kitchen. The oven looks like it's a thousand pounds. Ah! Are you okay? Yeah. I burned myself a little, that's all. This old kettle was hot somehow. Can we go now? No one's here. Oh, someone's here. Did you hear something? I think so. 
Listen, I don't know what game you all are playing, but it's going to stop. I moved in down the street and I don't want to hear or see any of you near my property, all right? Tracy, we gotta go. You don't like it when someone's up in your business either, huh? Well, we're even now. You leave me alone and I won't bother you anymore. Annie, let go of me! We're leaving! I had it under control, Anne. You ruined everything! You're gonna get yourself killed! Gotta hand it to you, Anne. I think those were ghosts. You think? So, what do you think a weekend? Things becoming a bit more normal? I guess. School will be starting up soon. That'll be nice, right? I don't know, Dad. Whatever. I think it will be a good opportunity to make some friends. I don't need school for that. I've already made a friend. That's great! What's their name? How'd you meet them? Annie. She lives across the street. You'd know that if you paid attention at all. Let me make it up to you. Why don't you invite her over for dinner later this week? You girls can hang out and rent a movie. Okay. That sounds nice. Thanks, Dad. You got it. Over your house? Yeah, my dad offered to rent a movie for us. I was thinking Airheads or maybe The Mask. I didn't get to see a lot of movies last year when my mom was really sick. Have you seen those? Would you want to watch one of them with me? Oh, no, I I haven't seen them. Okay, great. It's a date. I'll have to ask my parents first. Whatever, no problem. So listen, I've been thinking about the house from the other night. I wish you wouldn't. How could I not? I still hear the voices at night. But I think I might be getting used to them. That's pretty messed up, huh? But if they are the real deal, then I need to know why they're still here, haunting and restless and bored. I'm guessing. (laughs) Since this is a historic street, I figure the library must have something on what might have happened. It can't be too far from here, right? The town isn't that big. No, it's not far. I love the library. This place is amazing. Built 1789? Damn. It's one of my favorite spots in town. So you must know if they've got a section on local history then. Oh, um, yeah, it's this way. You find anything? Not really. This is a boring town. I'm still in the 1940s and I haven't seen any tragedies or anything. Nothing in the 50s, either. I think I'm going to start from the other end. How old are the houses on our street? Besides mine. Over a hundred years at this point. Cool. Then I'll take the history of Glen Creek, 1881 to 1910. And you can look into 1911 to 1940. 1881 and 1910 sounds more interesting. Can I do that one? No way! I want to see if it was like Back to the Future 3. It's getting late. My dad is going to want me home. 
You coming? I'll stay here for a bit. Suit yourself. See you tomorrow. Come in. Wanted to say goodnight. What you reading? I picked it up from the library with Annie. Did you know our street is the only one in Glen Creek with more than one structure from the 1800s or earlier still standing? I didn't. That's interesting. Guess that's why this is the historic district then. Don't stay up too late, Tracy. Good night, Dad. In 1902, Glen Creek's namesake was infected by a rare bacteria. While most of the town's drinking water was sourced from the larger Benton River, the houses closest to the creek on what is now Sycamore Drive experienced a severe outbreak of disease that killed at least one member of every household, including George McGrath, 41, Paulina and William Evans, 35 and 17, respectively, and Carmichael, holy shit. This picture of the Carmichael house, that's the house across the street. Are you okay? My omelet not good enough for you? No, it's great. You decide on a movie for tonight? I'll pick it up on my way home from work. Get something you want to watch. Uh, I don't think Anne is going to come over tonight. I'm sorry to hear that. You have my work number in case she changes her mind, or you want me to get something specific. Hey, Dad. I thought I saw someone standing outside. Do you see anyone? No. I'll be right back. Thanks for breakfast. Okay. I'll let you know when I'm leaving. You found it, didn't you? Of course I found it. I knew you would. How could you keep this from me? Did I have any other choice? Should I have introduced myself as a ghost? I don't know, but I feel lied to and freaked out. Like, why go through all the trouble of telling me about the ghosts down the street and how you're afraid of them and everything when you're a ghost, too? Because there are ghosts down the street, and I am afraid of them. They don't like me. Why the hell not? Because I like to make friends with the new neighbors whenever we get them, and they like to drive them out. They're not very good at it, then. They've never been in my house. They just whisper at the edges like the cowards they are. You don't understand. They can't enter your house. We can only go places we've been when we were alive. That's why they don't want anyone moving in there. What if the town decides to develop this area? We'll have to roam the street and the woods for eternity. And that doesn't bother you like it bothers them? It's hard to get much lonelier. I was the only one in my family to die of the illness. Everyone else, my father, my mother, my sister, my two brothers, they all lived full lives and moved on. 
I watched my siblings grow up and leave the house. I watched my parents grow old and die here. And I could never bear to show myself to them and open that wound again. So now, I'm stuck here. Unable to go to most places and unwelcome in most places I can go. I know you feel betrayed, but I could sense your loneliness too. I know what happens now. What always happens. Just like all the kids that try to live here before you. They find out one way or another. Most of the time it's when I can't go to school or into the house or into a restaurant. And when they find out, I can't unring that bell. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, Annie. I'm real sorry about your mom, Tracy. I know what it's like to lose someone close to you and to feel lost yourself. And if you can, if you try, I have known a lot of kids over my many years, and you seem different than the rest. You weren't scared of the ghosts. So maybe you would be okay with having one as a friend? Tracy, I'm off to work. I'll see you later. Who are you talking to? My friend. Anne Carmichael and Tracy Young developed a close bond in the summer of 1995, one that would last for years. Other than a slight age difference of 93 years, their relationship might resemble one you may have had in your youth, excepting, of course, that this friendship was made possible by its proximity to Dark Valley. This has been Episode 12, Welcome to Sycamore Drive. This episode was written and directed by Mark Zurich. Anne was played by Artemis Snow. Leonard was played by Jamal James. Tracy was played by Lucia Williams. The narrator was played by Mark Zurich. Dark Valley is produced and edited by Elsbeth Denman. This podcast is recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. It is made possible by the generous support of our patrons at patreon.com, including Ryan Asthamer, Ryan Bolter, Marianne Menjack, Elaine Gibson, Marsha Mandel, Joshua Denman, Madeline Denman, Brett McLaughlin, and Michael Bowman. Next time on Dark Valley. How long have you been walking? Eight years. Have you ever seen them? Or heard them? (laughs) You hear tons of sounds on the mountain, but no more than you would in the woods behind your home. But they don't come that close to our homes, right? Not supposed to. Not while the beacon is lit. Or so they say. To learn more about our show, please visit darkvalleypod.com.